The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Oh, is that your warm-up for today? Oh, wait, are we starting? Shit, yeah, I'm still doing my starting. vocal warm-ups. Don't you hear the music? I was still doing... Comes. I was still prepping. I was still prepping. Too late. Oh, no. Welcome the octopus, the octopus, octopus, octopus. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get it in, gotta get it in, gotta get it in. <laughs> Welcome to Headlines and Shenanigans number 11, everyone. Number 11, the last Headlines and Shenanigans of this summer. Of summer 2023, of summer baby. 2023. It's it's quite an event. Big summer blowout, y'all. <laughs> Right, it's like a Toyotathon or something. I kept thinking of I the guy from uh, Frozen, you know, Olaf, and he's, or that Olaf, oh, the big yeah. guy. He's yeah. like, Ooh, big summer blowout, yeah. Uh, yeah, that runs the shop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> big summer blowout, last one, yeah. Last one of the summer, big summer blowout. <laughs> That's right. This is a big summer blowout for headlines and shenanigans, and we'll be back in roughly what two weeks? Something like that. Uh, yeah, about two weeks for regular scheduled programming here on TCG Proper. I'm excited to get back. We got some cults coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. September 6th, we will be back with new episodes on YouTube and the whole shebang. I'm, with, I'm ready uh, to get back on camera. Ready yeah, to get back on those YouTube I, vibes. I know. I know, man. We got to get uh, we got to get some more TikTok clips, too. So exactly. My daughter can chop up and uh, make us look like idiots on there. That way, we can finally get in easy. touch with the kids and the youths. Yeah, the kids. All those youths on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we got to grow our, we gotta grow our audience in the youths. Yeah, it's right. The youths. Without the youths, you got no future. <laughs> Without the youths. <laughs> These youths, right, they are guys. our future. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll be back with, uh, I think we're going to kick it off with the Tony Alamo cult. So uh, don't look into that, actually. Don't even yeah. look into it. Just let us tell you about it. Nah, or you can look into it and have a little bit of reference for all of our stupid jokes and shenanigans that we yeah. have there. And if you want to call him Alamo, that's probably what we're going to say a few times too. His name it is just, so hard not to say that. It's right? so hard not to. I saw. Oh man, I was I was very very tempted to to show you the other day. I mean, my me and Megan, we stopped by a flea market and we saw some bedazzled denim jackets for sale. Yeah, I was. How so many t- did you buy? I was so tempted to ask. I was like, <laughs> so is there a? Uh, uh. <laughs> There a story behind these denims? <laughs> I just, just wanted to just find one guy. This like, airbrush work, uh, is it custom? Is this, uh, you got any, <laughs> you got any pamphlets to go with these? <laughs> you know they do, man. Oh, I bet that he was just waiting. He was like, oh, please ask me about the pamphlets. <laughs> please ask me about the pamphlets. <laughs> How much were they, if you don't mind me asking? I didn't ask. I just, I took a picture of one. It was like a Blink-182 and then like right. Guns N' Roses. Well, what about the one you're wearing today? Where did... Oh, I do actually have a talk. Well, no, I, Michael, you don't need to talk about this. This is I don't. I used. I did not use the company credit card for this lovely piece of denim artwork. Okay, great. Uh, too bad we're not on video, so no one can see this. Oh no, no, uh, no! This lovely bedazzled denim that you're wearing. It's tight. It's tight. But yeah, uh, totally off the course of bedazzled denim. We got to talk about Rex Hewerman. We are going to talk right? a little bit Unfortunately. more about Rex Hewerman. Like I said, think we can, if if nothing else, I think we can settle the height debate. I think he is six foot six at he's least. Definitely not. He's a giant. He's definitely not a tall five seven. No, he's I'll not a tall five there. seven. He's not a tall five seven. They he, saw him get paraded into the courtroom he, by a you know a little gaggle of police officers around. He's about six inches taller than everybody around him. Like yeah, you about you walking in him like Shrek. You're all walking him in there, kind of like with the, like the uh, the where they used to hold like the wild animals, like the big stick with the yeah, what, like the, with how, the noose around the uh, yeah, how they hold yeah, like the like, trap a wild animal thing, got that big you know noose on a stick. Yeah, like, it's hey, like hey, a, hey, it like hey. zips tight. Yeah, how yeah. the animal control brings them in. They got one on each limb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're very ogre like. Like he was said, biting very, at them. Very ogre like. Yeah. 
But yeah, he did have his first formal court appearance where he he was requested and required by a judge to submit a DNA cheek swab. Okay. Uh, So they need to tie his DNA not only to these several cases in Long Island, but also the multiple cases that have been reopened in areas like Las Vegas. Yes. I think I saw where there was, I think, three victims they're looking at in Las Vegas right now that were Mm -hmm. all working as sex workers. Weren't there some crimes in Amityville as well? Well, I think that's where his storage locker was. No, his storage locker was in Amityville. Yes. But, but I don't I haven't seen any crimes in Amityville. That's how they're tying him to Amityville, but there's there's some nefarious things going on there as well. I have not seen the Amityville ones. I know I did see some people getting interviewed near his South Carolina property. That's right. near his yep. brother's property as well. Yeah. But that's uh, where he was allegedly gonna retire. Yeah, that's where yeah. he was allegedly about to set no, up thanks, shop. Thanks, buddy. We already got a Todd Colehep over there. No, we don't need you down uh-huh, here. We're good. We already got gators in South Carolina. There's not dangerous things oh, in South get, Carolina. Get. But uh, like they did think that he is. They they need to tie him to these multiple cases. And several mm-hmm. people have said like they're very confident that he is their subject. They need to call him like whatever they need to call him. They need to get this man's DNA to scan it through multiple different databases. Right. And they're they're confident have they not enough. Done that already. I mean, they have a sample that they're pretty sure that they're. 100% sure is his DNA that they've already ran off the stuff that they got out of the trash can. Yeah. Right? But now th- this is like no doubt in our minds. We we took this sample from him. It's on camera. Yeah. It's I, all been recorded. I think there needs to be some sort of – maybe that's like a percentage match or something to the DNA. Because remember they also yeah. found his wife's hair on several things. They need to rule her out. So it needs to be right. his DNA on these things. Mm-hmm. So it definitely needs to be 100% tied to him. But like we were talking about earlier before that we started recording the show, we're recording this on you know Sunday, August thirteenth, and tonight on in, on Investigation Discovery, who else but good old Nancy Grace? Nancy Grace is doing a whole special on Rex Hewerman. <laughs> Am I saying that right? Hewerman. I don't even care. He's a monster. He is a monster is a among man. <laughs> But good old Nancy's trying to get her her little five fifteen minutes of spotlight again. So we have to have to see what Way she uncovers that, in her investigation discovery pro, uh, broadcast <laughs> airing tonight. Set right. your DVRs for everybody who's hearing this in the future. Right, you would have think this dude was already convicted. You oh yeah, this, you would have already think this this thing is <laughs> this cut, is dry, the, closed, sentenced. It is just it's done, man. It's in the books. Stick there is apparently him, enough investigation that this man is going. He is going the fuck. Yeah, away. they're confident about it. Yeah, they were they were being. Inter- There's some interviews going around. Uh, there was a. I'm trying to think who it was. I think it's one of the sheriffs who was involved in his arrest. Mm-hmm. But he was saying that uh, yeah, this is Suffolk County Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison. They said I can't talk about if he was preparing to kill again. But he was somebody that was still engaging in activity that was very dis- or that was disturbing. But be it his internet searches, be it engaging in other activities that he shouldn't be engaging in, uh-huh. that's something I was very, very passionate about regarding. We need to see what his what his lifestyle is. He said one of the uh, intense surveillance leading up to his arrest. So yeah, this guy he's saying he's Harrison defended calling him a predator, or he said he called him a demon that walks among us and a predator. Uh, and he defended that at a press conference recently. He's like, "Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely confident of why I said that. I've seen some shit, yeah. uh, but I did. Re- I did see where the prosecutors and the defendants were. Gi- I think it was the they were given eight terabytes of evidence to look over. It's like if you got eight, eight terabytes, ter- holy shit, you are fucked, dude. I got an eight terabyte hard drive that I've had for years, and I've been putting podcast stuff on it for, like I say, at least three or four years." 
And it's, I don't think we're even at two terabytes yet. Yeah. So I was like, if, there, if there's eight terabytes Sheesh. of evidence they need to look through, you, there yeah. is some, there's some devastating shit in there. There is so much shit in there. Like, not only that, that's not just like, yeah. that's not the raw data. That's not like the, oh, here's all See, the data we gathered and here's what you need to comb through to find information. going to be. Yeah. It's like, this is eight terabytes of evidence, oh, not God. of just information. It's like, holy shit. Howard, you gotta, you gotta get a pretty big defense team now. You better hire some interns, some paralegals who are working overtime this week. Right. But yeah, it's like it's not just one, several, there may be more. I didn't say, but there are there may be more. If family members have a problem with me calling him a demon, then I apologize. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I do I do definitely think this is our man. Yeah, that's our guy. Yeah, he pleaded not guilty last month, but he's like his, I think his next scheduled court appearance will be on September 27th. So that's going to be his next uh, formal for, okay. uh, court appearance. And that's for the actual Long Island one. That's not anything that's being brought against him for other states yet. So he's probably wow. going to have some other court appearances in other states if those oh, charges yeah. get brought against him. I mean, it's going to be in court for a while. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a, like a long saga that goes on. This is not going to be a one-and-done type deal. It's all, of course I, not, man. He can't make as much money off of it that way. Are you, are you crazy, Andy? Well, also, but yeah, but you can't. It's almost like wanting to get, you want to get closure and justice, but it's also at the same time, it's like if you can just prove that he did those crimes back there, it's like, do you need to go take him all the way back and try him there as well? It's like, he's already a convicted serial killer. It's like once he gets, well, it's like once for he, closure he gets, for the families. Yeah. It's like if he gets, if he gets convicted of here being a serial killer and you can tie him to these things, matching his DNA, matching his MO, it's like, do you need to go back and try him again in Las Vegas? It's like, nope, just add to his sentence. He's already going away from prison. You clarified it. You know, it was him. It's yeah. like, I, I don't know. It's like, yeah, this is going to have to be somebody who is going to have multiple trials, which it's going to cost a oh, bunch yeah. of money, a bunch of time. He'll be in prison. He'll still be going to trial for shit. Oh, yeah. This is not something that's going to be a you know over and done with case. We're going to have to see how this thing stretches out for a long time, God. which does suck for us is trying to cover or everyone trying to cover this case. Can you imagine being on that jury? No. I bet I some people would like it, though. Yeah, everybody. They'd be like Toby on The Office when he got to be on the Scranton Strangler jury and he bragged about it for years. Well, that's just because Toby had nothing else interesting in his life to talk about. Well, Toby is the Scranton Strangler, though. That's a... Shh, we don't talk about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, there's probably a lot of people who are just being like, ooh, serial killer, you say? Ah, oh, damn it, out. Like Everybody's yeah. being like, ooh, I want to do it, I want to do it. Nope, out. Mm -hmm. Some people who are going to be excited about this. But yeah. This guy's. This has been in the news for a long time, especially around the Long Island area. It's gonna yeah. be hard to find someone who has not heard about the Long Island serial killing. Seriously, yeah. Um, that. Yeah, they were also saying that they were asking if he was gonna be charged with some other bodies that were found on Ocean Parkway. They said he. Uh, I can't tell you at this time. Uh, Harrison admit or maintained that the death of Shannon Gilbert, the Jersey City woman whose May 2010 disappearance sparked the le uh, bodies, was a horrible accident. Yeah. Uh, says myself and the investigators assigned to the homicide squad still believe that it was just an incident where she ran into the marsh and unfortunately drowned that horrible day. So he's they're still saying yeah. that that was most likely an accident. Mm, maybe we're we still did a, we did an episode on Strange and Unexplained on Shannon Gilbert. If you guys want to check that out, uh, yeah. Strange and Unexplained wherever you listen to podcasts. It's it's one of the earlier ones. I would say it's top twenty episodes. Something along those lines. It's, yeah, it's pretty early on. Yeah, it's, it's a case that definitely has some, you know, hearsay back and forth, conflicting evidence where, you know, yeah. one autopsy says 
cause of death was this. A second autopsy says, you know, cause of death was this. A yeah. cause of death was strangulation. And just the sequence of events leading up to it and the people's door she knocked on. She made contact with so many people that night. It isn't, it's a, it's a very interesting case. It's, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. And well, really and now is. that, now that we know that there was a serial killer active right there, it's like, it's, it seemingly more and more might be pointing towards, I think you may have gotten that evidence or that autopsy wrong. Yeah. This girl might've been another one of his victims. Yeah. It could have been just, uh, you know, the, the killing went awry and he did something different. Yeah. As went, simple as that. Dang. Sometimes things do just go errory. <laughs> nice. Errory. Sorry. That is just Arrory? a, I have never, I'm never going to stop saying errory. And that's just, if it's just a long standing inside joke where a friend of mine could not, apparently was struggling reading the word awry. It's <laughs> just like <laughs> things went er, error, errory, errory, errory. Er- <laughs> the hell are you saying? <laughs> That's a rye, buddy. <laughs> yeah, apparently, a rye. Okay. All right. <laughs> so so never, now everyone can enjoy you saying that now. He's like, I'd never actually seen it spelled out before. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's not what I thought. <laughs> hey, a, you know, that happens a lot. There's a lot of words the first time you up, see yeah. them spelled out. You're like, that's how you spell that? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. If that's not still happening to you, you're not reading enough. You're not looking at enough actual yeah. words. <laughs> you're, just re- you're just having people t- tell you how things are pronounced. That's right. But, Michael, I do want to talk about our next story here because this, like, this, this next story, we're going to drop Rex Huron for now. There's Thank probably going to be some more information Dropping that comes like out over habit. the next two weeks after we when we take our little break here to finish up our summer stuff. But there was something that's been going on in our little local area that I, I was just so giddy about when I first heard about it. And now, I mean, yesterday— honestly, it, I think it's some bullshit, Andy. You calling bull on this story? Uh, yeah, I am. You calling bull? I'm calling straight bull on this. Oh, you punny little man. <laughs> Because Michael was very aware of this story too, but if you if you follow the news anywhere close to North Carolina in Charlotte, there was a 900 pound longhorn bull on the loose through Charlotte neighborhoods. No big deal. No big deal. Everyone's freaking out about it. Now we do this in Spain every year. What are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's just one bull. And this is just one. What are you talking about? Yeah, jump behind a car. Get out of the way. You know there was one guy's like, I've been, this is my chance. You this know I can never chance. afford to go to Spain. <laughs> I'm just going to go slap it and run like hell. It's like years later. He's telling everybody at the family get to go. Man, when I ran with the bulls. You ran from a bull. (laughs) That was on Brookshire, David. That does not count. Right. You were with nothing. He was chasing you because you slapped him. You hit him with your car. I don't know why he's all of a sudden I went to Boston with that accent. I know, right? You hit him with your car, David. That's why he's chasing you. You weren't running with. You were running from. But a 900-pound longhorn bull that eluded police and other searchers since Monday met its end on a Charlotte street Friday night, killed by a hired hunter. Which just made me think it was well, like a there local... there plenty of those around. It was like a local Jaws story. I just imagine <laughs> this guy was like Quint from Jaws, like, I, I, can, t- <laughs> I can take out the bull for you. Give you the horns, the haunches, the tail, the tongue, the whole gear. You just let me take... The teeth. <laughs> just some kind of creepy. You have like, just let me take his soul. You just let me take his eyes. <laughs> I'll get you the bull. <laughs> Here, you got the bull problem. Yeah, there's a, there was some hunter who was just waiting. Yeah. Like, please, 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 please. <laughs> there's plenty of local hunters who are just chomping at the bit to get to chase a 900 pound longhorn bull. That's the that's man, the best trophy like they ever that steak, Man, I tell you that that's some that's some good fresh steak. I hope that didn't go to waste. Oh no, I doubt it did. 
But police did cite the owner of a bull, of the bull for failing to restrain an animal and for creating a nuisance, according to a news release from CMPD. Uh, a lead animal control officer had been assigned to investigate permits, licenses, or agriculture exceptions, yeah. police said in the release. All bulls got to be on a leash, man. You got, you, must if have If you're going to your take bull, your bull out, it's got to be on a leash. Preferably a harness. <laughs> Not on one of those retractable ones. No, no. no. <laughs> Please pick up after your bulls. Please pick up. All of the bullshit. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, animal control spokesperson did say the owner had killed the bull, but she corrected that and offered more details about the bull's final moments. Apparently, a hunter did like come and shoot the bull for the owner, okay. and then the owner did come up and finally put the bull out of the misery. That was about 745 on Old Moore's Chapel Road in Charlotte. Oh. So yeah, they were they were the officers from the CMPD were already there, and the owner of the bull was contacted. Dude, so, that is like barely in Charlotte. It's yeah, it's That's like, like there. twenty five minutes from here. Yeah, it's like the boonies of Charlotte. You could have easily ran here. Because you could have had a bull, Michael. <laughs> if you'd have been on top of these things, you could have had a. I you could have had, had this yourself. Could have lured him down here. Load him up on that trailer back there. <laughs> give him a brown. Right. Give him a homemade brownie or two. Yeah. Put there that by here. Just put him right to sleep put in the him back. Right to sleep. You just lay down, buddy. Here, buddy. Why don't you? Why don't you have some right of these cookies I made? Why don't you have these cookies? <laughs> All right. Why don't you just sit, lay down here, lay down in my trailer. <laughs> Don't worry oh, about man. it. Yeah, yeah we should have went and checked that out. Yeah, I just imagine this. It, it kind of it made me think of like that local bear they've been charging through. Like it was like like uh, Lake Tahoe or something, like that giant uh, Frank the Tank bear or something. Oh yeah, or Hank yeah. the Tank. Yeah, we had this just fucking nine hundred pound bull running through neighborhoods in Charlotte over the past few like few days. I was like, this is gonna be great. And the pictures of it with the neighborhoods it was in, we were talking. Yeah. That thing could have gone just through every single house, not oh, even yeah. stopping. Yeah, man. The, the way they throw up these houses nowadays in these neighborhoods, they could go right through them. Yeah, it was in one of those, those, right cookie, cutter, those cookie cutter neighborhoods that we, yeah. were, we were seeing. This thing could have just turned its head and been like, oh, what's in there? <laughs> just walking through those horns. It could have just took them right through a door. No chances. No. That thing could have flipped a truck. 900-pound bull. That is a massive animal right there. For real. If it wants to go somewhere, it's going there. Yeah, I was about to say, like, like the owner was like, what do you expect me to do? Right. What? You, no, you got guns. You take care of it. <laughs> I'm not fucking catching that thing. It got out of the pen. It's free now. It's I'm free. sorry. <laughs> don't you know the rules of bull? Right. It got out. It's free now. We don't yeah. argue with them after that. Yeah, Morris Chapel Road, that's kind of like right... Right on the verge of some country. I wouldn't really call it like inner city Charlotte by any means. Well, no, this so guy was still... there's probably some big properties out there. He was still locally... I mean, he still came from a local ranch, so yeah. it's like he couldn't be too inner city Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Not having a small little underground the ranch. It, the way it depicts it is like it's running down freaking in front of Panther Stadium and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's yeah. That's not what's going on. No, here. we didn't have like a low, almost like na- international incident of a bull going right. into like, you know, some... Tiffany's like, and like shit. like something from a cheesy 90s movie. Absolutely. Bull running around. Speaking of cheese, Michael, <laughs> yeah, uh, I do want to talk about like our that? next story. And I'm just killing the segues. Because, uh, I mean, that was just a, it, like, unfortunately, the bull did, we did lose the bull, but hopefully that, that, that bull did not go to waste. But I just love the it's idea of just a waste. local bull just try, like, just rampaging right. through neighborhoods. It's like, you know what? Let it go. It got out. That's you free. Should. Free bull. <laughs> Let that bull go. But if it is killed. The neighborhood should get to eat it. I do feel like whatever neighborhood it was yeah. caught in gets to enjoy sure. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. Finders keepers. Grass we found it. Beef. Your grass, in fact. <laughs> we found it. We keep it. <laughs> yeah. If it would just wandered on the wrong property, that would just been somebody else's new bull. Yeah, for sure. But Michael, like I said, speaking of cheese, uh-huh. I want to talk about this next story, which 
I, I will preface that someone did lose their life in this story. Oh God! But this and, has and with cheese. But this Lactose has got to be the the most Italian way to die. Oh my! That is possible to ever die. Let me hear it. An Italian man was crushed to death under falling wheels of Parmesan cheese. Oh my gosh! I mean, wow! If there's I ever guess been it's a way to go, it's graded. If there's ever been a way to go. <laughs> I'm t- being crushed to death by Parmesan. That's a way yeah. I would choose to go. Would you? That's a pretty crushed. good... I don't want to be crushed by anything. I mean, you know? if it's Parmesan cheese, at least you won't die hungry. I mean, you'll die bloated, but still. You can't eat anything you're being crushed. Maybe. Just biting your... <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Giles Corey Somebody from... help me. <laughs> yeah, what was that from the Salem Witch Trials? It's like, more weight, more cheese. It's <laughs> <laughs> some more cheese. You said this be enough to kill him. Yeah, you but said... he keeps eating it. He's eating the cheese. It's just going in. <laughs> but yes, uh, Giacomo Ciparini, Ciparinini, I guess, oh, 74, man. was buried when a shelf broke in his warehouse oh. in the Lombardy region of Italy. Uh, the collapse created a domino effect, bringing down thousands of wheels of cheese, which weighed about 84 pounds each. That's wow. a big wheel of That's cheese a lot right of there. Cheese, man. That's a whole lot of cheddar right there. But some of the wheels of cheese reportedly fell about 33 feet, a local resident told the Italian oh, media. Yeah, and its collapse sounded like thunder. You get hit with an 80-pound wheel of cheese from 30 feet. Yeah, you get hit with a shelf. Down. A shelf of 80-pound wheels yeah. of cheese. That's yeah. like getting hit with a pallet. So he got crushed by shelving, actually. This is like a horrific warehouse incident. I mean, but the, it this was still just... happens more than we know. But this was still just wheels of cheese just stacked up on the... Have you ever seen like cheese storehouses yeah, where they just keep yeah. all the cheese out to age no, and I stuff? No, I I'm not going to lie. I've never been in a cheese Not in store one, but have you ever seen like how they store cheeses? I'm not expecting you to be in one, but have you ever seen pictures of <laughs> no. like where they like make... I didn't like, go Tor Velveeta. Where they Andy. age cheeses and things. Yeah. But uh, speaking to the Italian media, a neighbor described him as a very supportive and generous man, but they... Uh, the local... Uh, the warehouse located in Romano di Lombardia, about mm-hmm. 50 kilometers east of Milan, contained about 25,000 wheels wow. of uh, hard cheese, which resembles Parmesan and is do, uh, very popular in Italy. But yeah, that's you a, think? That is, like I said, that is possibly the most Italian way that a man could die in Italy. Yeah. And a, a 74-year-old Italian man crushed to death by Parmesan cheese. It's like... Right. That so- it sounds like an old folk tale. It's, it sounds like a, like a way to lure it, people away from eating too much cheese. It does. It sounds it like sounds, it's an old like wives' tale. It's like, it does. Well, don't you remember good old Giacomo? He yeah. he ate the, too much of the cheese, and then then the cheese it crushed him to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, ah, it's just like that's the most Italian way uh, you could really ever is. die. It's like if there just happened to be a jar of marinara sauce that spilled yeah. too. That's like that would have been the icing on the cake. I think a better lesson would be don't hog the Parmesan cheese or else you will be crushed by the Parmesan cheese. This is a lesson when they start grading that Parmesan cheese. Because at table on spaghetti night, hogging the Parmesan cheese is a real issue. The only thing you're about to catch is some hands going to hand over the Parmesan. (laughs) Get your hands off this cheese. Your bowl looks like a snow globe. Pass it over here. Jesus (laughs) Christ. It's the fucking Alps now. (laughs) Yeah, that's why all I can imagine was Olive Garden guys just grating that cheese. More. More. (laughs) More. More cheese. Say cr- I'm, oh, I'm literally burying you in cheese. It's it's crushing you to death. It is you are with you are grated s- cheese <laughs> with Parmesan cheese. You, you are get crushed by grated Parmesan cheese. Hey, it's not even mad. I'm impressed. Still eighty four. Eighty four pounds in some of cheese. Confined area. Eighty four pounds of cheese. Eighty four pounds of cheese. That's true. <laughs> 
That's a lot of cheese. It's a whole lot of cheddar. Yeah, you put it in a bag, boom, concrete. It's a big bag. Yeah. But yeah, I got another. I got two more stories for us here, right, Michael, to kind of end off this little summer hiatus we're about to take for a few weeks. All right. But this right here was a scary, this right here, this next story, pretty scary encounter, but just turned out to be almost heartwarming to say in some aspects. Okay. Because it I'm just- intrigued. It, you know how you know how your grandma you go into your grandma's house and she always wants you always wants to fill your belly with something. Yeah. Oh, you look skinny. Yeah, you you eating today? I made right. I made three lasagnas last night. <laughs> and I just want to know if you want uh, just the 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 stereotypical elderly grandma who wants to feed a house guest. Right, right. A U.S. woman, eighty-seven, fights off a teenage home intruder and then gives him snacks while she called the police. Oh my gosh. Marjorie Perkins of Maine realized a 17-year-old a was awfully hungry after defending herself against him and called 911 while he was eating. Just, I just imagine that phone call of like, oh, no, it's okay. I mean, yeah. I, I already, he's, he's, he's full. Um, he's taking a nap now. He's, he seems pretty, uh, I tucked him in. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like the, the idea, like the first lines, like the household matriarch who insists on feeding visitors, especially young ones, stands amongst the most enduring of U.S. stereotypes. Yeah. And so it's like, yep, grandma wants to send you home full. Absolutely. Wow. But this 87-year-old woman was fighting off a teenager who broke into her home and then decided to give him snacks when he said he was hungry as she sent him on his way. Marjorie wow. Perkins is the center of one of the state's strangest, uh, latest strange tales to come out. While she was sleeping at her home at about 2 a.m. on July 26, when she awoke and saw a 17-year-old boy, who she knew he used to cut her grass when he was younger. Oh, okay. He was, that explains a lot more. He was standing over her and said, I'm going to cut you, according to what she said. So she's, I thought to myself, if he's going to cut, I'm going to kick. So the former elementary school teacher stood up casually and began putting on her shoes, <laughs> but then started being hit by the teen intruder. She said Perkins somewhat slowed the attack by grabbing a chair and using it as a shield and screamed for help, but no one was around to assist her. The team pushed her, repeatedly punched her, landing at least one blow on her forehead and left a pretty significant bruise. Mm. Perkins kicked him with, uh, and with the chair blocking him from getting closer, the boy eventually grew tired and just left her alone and went to the kitchen. And he's just like, man, fuck this. I'm I'm getting a snack. Fighting is a lot of work. People don't realize it. I need a snack. <laughs> Fucking out of energy, man. You got any, you got any like protein bars or something? <laughs> but the boy eventually, boy eventually grew tired. That's when she realized he wasn't wearing pants or shoes. And that's that. This does take it a little dark right here. He had piled them up next to a knife that belonged to him and Perkins' window air conditioning unit, which he had removed to create a gap in the window so he could come in. Whoa. She told him he need to get out, who had, lo uh, who had locked her front door, and told the boy, you need help. According to Perkins, he said he, the boy told her he was awfully hungry and hadn't eaten anything for a while. Perkins responded by handing him a box of peanut butter and honey crackers. She also gave him two tangerines and a pair of Insure Protein <laughs> Shake containers. The teen accepted her offerings and began eating some of them. While the boy was distracted, she grabbed her phone, and I'm not making this up, a rotary phone and dialed 911 as fast as she could. As fast as, <laughs> as, as, fast as the phone could. Right. <laughs> the boy, however, did leave before police arrived, but officers tracked him down a few blocks later with the help of a police dog. Yeah. So they did arrest him on counts of burglary and criminal threatening. 
but he also faces a count of consuming liquor as a minor because he had a water bottle full, water bottle full of vodka on him when he was arrested. Mm. So yeah, it does seem like a very confused, uh, drunk teenager right. who maybe may have been possibly about to commit a sexual assault with the idea of not wearing pants or shoes when, when she woke up. Hmm. But it just seems like he was very intoxicated to a, to an extent. Like he's very hungry. Yeah. He doesn't really know where he is. It seems or like maybe he was thinking if he killed her, he didn't want anything getting on his pants or shoes because you could always take your shirt off and like ditch it. Right. But yeah. you can't run around with no pants. And yeah. You shoes can't just win the, the crime scene, but you can run away with pants. Just yeah. pants and shoes. I mean, I guess that might be something, but yeah, he didn't have the knife when he woke her up. The knife was still sitting off to the side, like with his pants and shoes. Yeah. So it's like, was he really going to cut her? Or was he going oh, to threaten her with it? Saying. Or was he going to assault her? We don't really know yet. Um, they did say that Perkins told them that she hopes the boy has offered help, said that he would do a darn good job when he mowed her lawn back ten about 10 years ago. So that kid's mowing her yard at seven years old. Jesus. It's a fucking hoss, I guess. Hmm. But uh, she said she was thankful he had, she had not been hurt or worse, but she spoke to the Times and made a point to urge people to make sure their window air conditioning units are properly secured. Oh, it's fucking hot everywhere else right now. Yeah. Her neighbor had also given her a bat for protection now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> get that Walking Dead style weapon in barbed wire. There get you, you a, go. Get you a good old Lucille. Lucille. Exactly. I dare them break in now. Very discouraging to people when they see someone holding a Lucille. Especially if you're 87 years yeah. old. Unless they have a gun. I mean, if you're an 87-year-old person holding a barbed wire bat, yeah. you've clearly got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's going to terrify someone that's like, yeah. oh, they're not scared of jail. They're, no. Or they're death. not, they're or not death. scared of death or jail. Nope. You get to that point. This is They've got nothing left to lose. That's it's right. cowabunga, I guess. That's right. That's why you don't pick a fight with an old person. They're too old to fight. There's a lot of – I love seeing some of those like clips of old people who get picked on and they just – fucking level somebody like, oh, yeah. like you always see those nice clips of like an ex-boxer who gets picked on or something and just beats the fuck out of some young dickhead i, I heard a feel-good story when i was when i was working in vegas i remember i used to listen to local radio all the time and it was actually a, an older gentleman in texas who was attacked by a mountain lion in his driveway he was 78 years old and he choked that some bitch to death <laughs> He killed the fucking mountain lion. That is... It's like a 75-pound cat. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's... I, I can imagine just one of those, like... I, I just see him as, like, an old Navy vet or something. Yeah. Like, some old... He was just, like... I guarantee you he had, like, a veteran hat on. I haven't this alive in years, you son of a bitch. He was just sitting out in his driveway. Like I said, I guarantee he had, like, a veteran hat on. Just, like, come into my neighborhood. Try me. Try me. Just... He probably, like Clint Eastwood he probably had a gun. And he was just, like... Tink just drops all the bullets out, like <laughs> just like Mister Nobody or whatever. Yeah. Just let's do this. <laughs> I got nothing else but patience, <laughs> right? I mean, if one jumps on top of you, that's about the only chance you got, you know. I mean, yeah, I've seen some old. I've seen a I mean, few. He didn't come of, out unscathed, but still, he killed that thing. I've seen a few old men who have definitely fought their way out of some of those situations. Like I saw yeah. a guy got you know, mauled by a bear and fought his way out of it. Didn't get killed, but didn't yeah. kill the bear, but definitely was just like punched his way out of getting mauled by a bear. Yeah. You're like, Jesus Christ, you're like 75 years old. I probably would have just pissed myself. <laughs> I would have <laughs> hey, just soiled myself and hope I got annoyed. <laughs> be surprised, man, what fighting back will do. I know, you know but against anything. It's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, for real. But it's, yeah, like I said, this, this woman right here, it just, not only did she first fight back pretty severely, plus just the, I love the idea of just her casually being like, whew, well, I'm about to fuck you up, just cracking her neck, being like, all right, let me get these kicking boots on. <laughs> let me get these New Balance on, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm about to put these steel toes on, <laughs> put my gardening galoshes on. Uh, about to put one of these crocs up your ass <laughs> these crocs in sport mode <laughs> you're in trouble buddy hey nothing flipping off these ankles <laughs> michael i got one oh more story God. for you for this last little <laughs> shenanigans right. episode and this one was just the it was not only just the worst case of luck uh-huh. but it just had me kind of giggling at the same time because everyone is okay in this story but it just have you ever have you ever seen the 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 movie slc punk back in the day with no. matt lillard i have not Okay, well, it's like an old, it's an old indie kind of really gritty punk movie. Yeah. And there's a guy in the movie who cuts his hand really bad, and then he finally like finally goes to the doctor after just wrapping it in a t-shirt for months, and then he gets diagnosed with some like weird disease. And then he's like, "Doctor, don't even know what to call it. I got a new disease. It's a new thing. I know." <laughs> but my, that's that's what this reminded that, me that of happened. right here. That that has happened, right? Yes, because a man was bitten by a stray cat contracts an infectious bacteria unknown to science. Like, that is... That man. is terrifying. It's probably alien bacteria. I do... I, I that imagine cat's an alien. It's a flurkin. Like men in black. <laughs> it's like the flurkin from Captain Marvel. That's what the picture they showed looked like. Looks like the flurkin from Captain Marvel. Uh, I, don't, I don't... But yeah, it could be the cat. Like got, got Orion's belt. Got, yeah, the galaxy yeah. is on Orion's belt. Uh-huh. Got some alien bacteria in this cat. But in, United, in the United Kingdom, a 48-year-old who was bit by a stray feline ended up contracting a species of bacterium that scientists had never seen before. His immune system response to the foreign microorganism was a doozy. Mm. Eight hours after receiving multiple bites from a stray cat. Quit fucking with that cat. If, right. a, if a cat has enough time to bite you multiple times... Stop fucking with that cat. Yeah, or fuck that cat up. It's like, a stray cat. If it's already cat. bit you, like, slam that cat, man. Kick that cat. Get, you got feet. Who lets a cat bite him more than once? It's not, it's not even your cat. That's the thing. If this was your cat and you're trying to force it to take some medicine or something, but this yeah, is a stray different. fucking that's cat. Different. A cat just is attacking you for no reason? Fuck that cat up. Obviously, it has some type of disease. It's like the rage virus from 28 Days Later. That's what I was thinking oh, of. Oh, shit. Yep. That rage virus from the, the apes they were experimenting on. It would on. start in Britain, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. This rage stray cat just bites some man. I was like, oh, this is how it starts. 28 days later, baby. About to see the Great Britain get quarantined off. Oh, God. But after just eight hours of receiving multiple bites, the man's hands had swollen to such a great extent that he took himself to the emergency department. And if you see the pictures of his hands and stuff, oh, his yeah, wrist swells up to almost like a... His wrist Whoa. is like the size of like the MMA fighter gloves when they tape up their hands and stuff. Yes. Like yeah. his wrist swelled up and intensely. And the top of his hand. His fingers swelled up to like giant size compared to the rest of his fingers. And like definitely the skin around it got like almost like brownish. It definitely turned like a darker shade of skin tone. Yeah. Almost red with some clearly agitation to it. But yeah, it, like if, if you got bit by a cat and your hand started doing this, I could absolutely imagine you being like, I need to go somewhere. This is how rabies starts. About to be Cujo. Yeah, right. Maybe it's just allergic to cats. That's what they probably thought as well, too. But back at the hospital, doctors were busy trying to figure out what exactly had happened. When they analyzed the microorganisms in present to sample his wounds, they found an unrecognizable streptococcus-like organism. Mm. So streptococcus, like strep throat and stuff. Yeah. 
It's also meningitis, you know, bacterial pneumonia, pink eye. They're kind of the same thing. They're linked to that. Makes but sense. the research sequence part of this bacteria's genome, it did not match any strains on record. This was a new germ that scientists had never formally documented before. As it turns out, the bacteria belonged to a genus of gram-positive bacteria called Globa, Globocatella. Oh, yeah. You got it. Globocatella. I'm going to go keep it that. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not going to try and get too much into the actual like, biology oh, of this. Oh, thank God. But, yeah, this is a distinct and previously undescribed species of this bacteria. It's uh, because most of the time is resistant to several common types of antibiotics. It can be difficult to eradicate from the body. Thankfully, this new uh, strain that has been discovered has so far responded well to at least some antibiotics. But the story holds a very real warning for the public. Like this report highlights the role of cats as reservoirs of yet more undiscovered species of bacteria mm. that are dangerous to human uh, human potential. So this is something we were like they were kind of talking about like the bubonic plague being carried by rats and things. Right, these an- right. like these animals can carry bacteria that we possibly have not even found yet, not even discovered yet. Mm, obviously, new, because new species of bacteria can develop in other animals that we that wouldn't have developed in humans, right. but then it can then spread to humans. Yeah. So yeah, apparently and, their main their main source of advice is stop fucking with cats. Yeah. Don't like, fuck with cats. Isn't there a documentary? There's about a that? whole documentary. Don't fuck it's, with cats. Doesn't have anything to do with this, really. Especially stray but. cats. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the cat bites and, scr- and scratches that puncture the skin cause apparently sixty six thousand visits to the emergency department in the United States. But seriously, like all animals, including cats, can harbor some seriously bad pathogens, and the fact that they have potentially pointy teeth, which means they can just stick it deep into your skin. Great. Yeah. So uh, stop fucking with stray cats. But the fact that this was just a random stray cat biting someone on the street and then getting to go to the doctor. Could you imagine just being that guy being like, yeah, I got bit by a cat and now look at my hand. Right. And just the doctor's being like, oh, Jesus. What kind of fucking cat was that? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> did you, can exactly. you, did you bring, did you get a picture of the cat? Like, this thing. Is it foaming at the mouth? Just think, what's a fucking cat have scales? What the fuck? Does cat have an antenna? Red Jesus. Eye, red eyes. Did you get bit by a di- like a familiar? What the hell? Did it have pupils? <laughs> this guy have hands? What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, this guy's hand is damn near gross to me. But yeah, yeah. just yeah. imagine going in and being told, we don't know what that is. That's uh, it's uh, it's gross. Like, I'll tell you that. Give me some dang antibiotics. Yeah, or I, some we can shit. can tell you it's icky. It's not it's not pretty. It's, <laughs> but we don't we put it we put Oof. it in the system and it. It broke. Yeah, it just I'm, died. I don't know what to tell you. you know, I mean, good luck with that. Uh, we can wrap it up for you and get you some ice. You know, let us know what happens. Let, how about that you just be... tell us what happens? <laughs> Keep us updated. This is kind of interesting. Like, yeah, uh, maybe try some different stuff, you know? Like, who knows? Yeah. Maybe get a superpower. You know what? I'm going to write you a, a, a prescription for all kinds of medications that it might be. You know what? And you just take them all and just see what works. How about you give it two weeks and tell me if you develop any kind of superpowers? <laughs> See if you're the next cat man. Right. Start turning into Wolverine or some kind of shit. I don't know. You see, what that, see what happens. What? Uh, and he fainted. Ah, and uh, <laughs> oh, he's got sepsis. Okay, yeah, oh, we need to get yeah. that hand off there. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Obviously not a mutant cat, but something wrong here. Oh, right. Yeah, that would All be my right, first then. thought is just going in there and be like, apparently you got bit by something and we don't know what yeah. you got. It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn into a mutant, aren't I? Yeah. I'm about to be Jeff Goldblum's The Fly, aren't I? Yeah. About to be the cat. Well, at least you have an interesting story, you know? 
<laughs> my superhero origin story. That's that, probably what that guy was thinking the whole time. I was like, yes, finally, this is happened. my superhero origin story. I don't even know what this it is. This is how it happened. Why can't I feel my left arm? <laughs> What's wrong with my hand? I'm having a stroke. I think I feel anything. <laughs> But thankfully, right. so far, everybody's all right. Antibiotics hopefully will continue to work on this so far. But yes, yeah, stop fucking yeah. with stray animals. That's You're not right. gonna, they're they're gonna bite you. Exactly, and and that's that's where we'll wrap it up, Andy. That's, that's great where we'll advice. Wrap don't this. fuck with stray animals. They're gonna bite you. Don't fuck with cats, baby. It's not if it's when. It's you when. Just keep fucking with stray animals. They're gonna bite you. Don't do it. All right. Don't boop the snoop. That's right. All right, guys. Well, like we said, we're gonna. See you guys on September 6th. We're going to take a couple weeks off, get everything ready, get our new set. The cameras might look a little different. The set might look a little different. Um, but we're very excited about coming back with TCG proper September 6th, guys. We're going to be doing some cult shit. Yes, we are, baby. So, By the time to make those patches all mean something. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Got to be a all resurgence. Over again. It's been a while since we've done cults. Although I love, I, I really do. I, I think fondly. Around all the uh, cult episodes we've done, like Heaven's Gate, mm. Jim Jones, they I, really are some of the funnest episodes that we've done. I think it's I think the cult episodes really do hit with us really well because of our our strict religious background and yeah. upbringing and the the environments that we grew up in around here. Yeah, yeah. it's like we start seeing a lot of similarities. I think it's yeah. like, no way, we could, they said that to us too. What yeah. the fuck? Wow, hmm, <laughs> wait well, a minute. I, I guess I bought it. Yeah, it's a good point. I see where ah, uh, I see where they got that. I uh, see where right. I see where he got that. I see where he got that idea. That's yep. right. I remember that passage. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, like we said, over the next two weeks, if you guys miss us, there's always patreon.com slash guys, where for just five bucks a month, you can get access to everything that we have ever created. That that storage on that site has got to be getting ridiculous right Oh, now. yeah. We got to get an uh, Amazon. Uh, but they, they don't say anything about it. They don't say anything about it. They just let us keep throwing stuff on there. So we're just going to keep doing it. Again, guys, there's a link to Patreon right below the description of this episode. Uh, also, be sure to check out our sponsors, Oh My Gaia and Tonic CBD. There are links and discount codes as well right below the description of this headlines and shenanigans. Like I said, guys, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in about two weeks with brand new episodes. And uh, until then, be sure to subscribe on Patreon and follow us on all social medias to uh, be updated when new stuff's happening. Absolutely, guys. All right. You got anything else, Andy? I do not. Let's get the AC cranking back up in here. Let's do it. All right, guys. You guys keep creeping. We'll see you. Bye. enjoyed this episode please feel free to check out all the other shows on our tcg network as well as subscribing to our youtube channel starting every monday with new episodes of strange and unexplained followed every other tuesday by our audio drama podcast sandu stories then of course new episodes of true crime guys every wednesday and if that's not enough head on over to our patreon where you can have access to hundreds of hours of exclusive content including older episodes strange shorts the latest edition of sandu stories and of course higher thoughts. But until next time, guys, keep creeping. You hush your mouth, boy.